Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. Wanted to go over the Uber numbers that just came out. Not necessarily because I care about the share price of Uber, although I find it kind of interesting. More so because of what the CEO said about some of the drivers. I think this is going to give you an incredible insight as to what's happening beneath the surface in the U.S. economy and how likely it is that we see a significant recession in 2023. Let's go right right over to CNBC. Title of this story, Uber Beats Estimates, and the stock is up, okay? I don't really even want to go through the key talking points because it doesn't really matter. (laughs) That's not what I'm interested in. Although, I will point out, I actually read this uh, couple paragraphs in here, and this is something that I think will completely blow your mind. And I may have this wrong. I'll be the first person to admit that I know very little about analyzing stocks or specific companies. That, that's not my cup of tea, as you guys know. So I could be way off, but just from my background as an entrepreneur for many, many years, uh, this and, and buying, selling businesses and whatnot, this seems very bizarre, but I'll read to you what I'm referring to. Revenue for the quarter was up 49% year over year. Okay. So I never had a publicly traded company. I never had a massive business. The largest business I ever had was the one I retired from. And that did the annual revenues there were about 24 million. And we had about 100 uh, part-time, full-time employees. So that was the largest. So I was never in this space. I was never at this level, but I I do have a lot of experience with just analyzing P&Ls of simple businesses like McDonald's or like laundry mats, stuff like that. So, okay, great. Revenue is up. But my first question as a a small business, former entrepreneur would be, who cares? (laughs) What's the damn profit? What's the bottom line here, guys? So Uber noted that net income So now all of a sudden I'm getting interested. Okay, net income. Now, I don't know if that's what their definition of profit and my definition of profit would be the same, or I don't know if their definition of net income would be similar to my definition of profit, but at least we're getting closer to what the bottom line was. So net income for the quarter was $595 And I thought to myself, hmm, that's weird. I thought Uber just loses massive amounts of money. Maybe they're all of a sudden profitable. But then they say, of which 756 million was a net benefit due to unrealized gains on equity investments. (laughs) So Josh, help me out with this one. If I'm reading this correctly, what happened is they probably took some of their shares, they sold them, or when they went public, they took some of that money, and instead of investing in their business, they invested in other people's businesses. Maybe they bought shares in Zoom. Maybe they bought shares in Tesla. Who knows? Maybe they did some investments in in, in private equity or uh, angel investing funds in Silicon Valley. 
And this quarter, they decided to go ahead and cash in. So because of these investments in other companies, not their company, <laughs> they had a uh, $756 million profit. But then when you take that and put it on the balance sheet of Uber, it turns into a $595 million profit, which would lead me to believe that Uber lost hundred and call it 70 million. <laughs> and they're saying somehow that that's a $595 million profit. Am I reading this right, Josh? I don't even know how that's possible. Well, I know how it's possible. So th th basically, this is what's happening, if, if I'm correct. And guys, if I'm not, let me know in the chat and in the comments. I'm sure a lot of you are way better at analyzing specific stocks than I am and reading quarterly reports and whatnot. But just pretend that you have a, a home business and you're losing, let's say, $10,000 a month. Your business is bleeding money. Or let's say you've got a nail salon or, or a little restaurant or something like that. So your business is losing $10,000 a month. But at the beginning of your business, you took some of your initial capital that you should have put into the business and you bought Bitcoin with it. <laughs> and you said, well, that's a, a business investment. And then when the Bitcoin goes up in value, you sell it and then you go to business buyers and you say, hey, guys, you should buy my business for, let's say, a million dollars because look at all this profit we made when your business is actually losing money. The only profit came from the fact you got lucky by buying Dogecoin or something like that. It was some of the initial seed capital that should have got into the business. And somehow this is a positive for the underlying business. To me, this seems like a, this is a joke. I, I mean, this is like an admission that you suck and that your business is horrible. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. They go through here and CNBC just focuses on revenue growth, revenue growth, revenue growth, revenue growth. And I'm like, okay, well, why aren't we talking about profit? Because I thought that's what matters. And then I went over to Yahoo. And I'm like, well, let me just look at Uber real quick here. Maybe their revenue growth means they're making more money. <clears throat> Wrong. In fact, some years when their revenue growth goes up like 
from 2018 to 2019, revenue growth went up, I call it 3 billion. But yet their earnings went from a billion down to negative eight. <laughs> so I don't know about you, but I don't like that type of revenue growth. Maybe I'm crazy. Anyway, let's get back to the bottom line. Down at the end of the story, the CEO gave some insider intel that I think is very telling. So they asked him specifically about consumer weakness. And he said, well, we're not seeing too many signs of consumer weakness at this point. He said, however, this, and I'm assuming this is the CEO, this is a representative of Uber, said about 70% of the drivers are saying that inflation is a factor in their decision to come on to the Uber platform. Now, let me remind you, just last Friday, we had a blowout jobs number. And Jerome Powell, in his interview yesterday, which I'll probably do a video on today, said, hey, the economy's great. It's fantastic. Just look at the labor market. It's booming. If the economy is booming, why do 70% of the drivers for Uber say they have to drive Uber because they can't afford to make ends meet? This is basically what they're saying when they talk about the fact that inflation is their main motivation for taking on this side hustle. In other words, prices have gone up so much, I can't afford to eat anymore. I can't afford to live. And because prices have gone up, I've got to go out and take another job. So because this person now has two jobs instead of one job, does that mean the economy is better? Or does that mean the economy is worse? If your measurement of the economy is how strong it is and how it is impacting the standard of living for the average Joe and Jane. And I also want to remind you of a story we did just a couple days ago. In fact, I think it was after the jobs number came out on Friday, where U.S. credit card debt jumps 18.5%. You say, oh, it's because everyone's spending money because they're rich. No, delinquencies increased as well. So it's not just consumer credit card debt, but it's the delinquencies skyrocket. And you combine that with this Uber CEO or representative saying that 70% of the drivers are saying basically they can't afford to make ends meet and therefore they need an Uber side hustle. And then the representative goes on to say, we may be benefiting from that trend. We'll see where it takes us. So let's think about this. The more drivers Uber has, you unless they're losing money per driver, which they very well may be, <laughs> but, but at least the top line revenue, you would assume the more drivers they have, the more top line, the more revenue will come into the business. So the fact that their top line exceeded Wall Street expectations could suggest they have a lot more drivers now than they ever had in the past. And if they have more drivers, does that mean all of these drivers are choosing a side hustle or an additional job because they're so rich? Or does it suggest that all of these people are gravitating and driving for Uber, driving up their top line because they can't afford to put food on the table? They can't afford to put a roof over their head. 
They're getting squeezed, and this is their last option. And again, what that would tell me is that the 95% of the data points that suggest the economy is slowing down to be very nice or to be you know, looking at the glass half full, uh, most people would say the economy could already be in a recession. So you got 95% of the data points would suggest that, where 5% of the data points focusing on the labor market, employment, would suggest the economy's on fire. But then we kind of connect the dots with all this data that is kind of underneath the, the surface where you got to dig a little bit. And I'll let you be the judge. But as far as my op opinion, it seems like, to put it mildly, the economy is slowing down and that the 95% of the data is correct, especially when you look at this anecdotal evidence and um, try to figure out what is driving this mass, uh, this uh, increase in drivers, which is benefiting their top line, maybe at the expense of an economic recession. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.